Yo, 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 it's your boy, Preacher Boy, and we're back with another episode of Chats with Preacher Boy. I pray that you guys, ha- you guys have a blah, excuse me. I pray that you guys have had a blessed week on this week. I pray that it was filled with nothing but great opportunities and success. And if you had some obstacles along the way this week, I pray that the Lord delivered you through those obstacles. Because at the end of the day, God can help you overcome any and everything. Before we kick off this episode, you know we got to start off with a little word of prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we come before you again, dear God, thanking you for being God Almighty in our lives, dear God. We thank you for another day that wasn't promised, but you saw fit to bless us with, dear God. God, we thank you for all the doors that you open in our lives and all the doors that you close that we no longer need, dear God. God, we ask that you forgive us for anything that we've done wrong, knowingly or unknowingly, dear God. Cleanse us from any sins or any iniquities that may be hindering hindering this prayer to reach to you, dear God. God, I ask that you continue to strengthen us and keep us covered in your perfect will, dear God. God, I ask that you touch my mouth in a special way that whatever I say may be effective to your people, dear God, and whoever may listen to this podcast may receive breakthrough and accept you as their Lord and Savior and know that they can overcome any addiction that they face, dear God. And we thank you and we bless your holy name. It's in your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. So guys, I'm excited for this week's le- this week's episode of Overcoming Addiction Part 3. We we three episodes deep in this little mini series that we started and I know God has been doing great things in great individuals lives and I know he's been reaching out in different areas and you know, I'm just so thankful for the different guests that we were able to have on this mini series that y'all are going to be able to listen to and hear. This week, we have a very special guest. I'm not going to belabel them. Belab- belab- I'm not going to take much time. I'm just going to let you guys hear this individual. You're going to hear this great testimony. It touched my life in a special way. I could even relate to him in very um, similar aspects because what he went through, that's what I went through, but just in a different way. But I'm not going to talk about me. It's not about me on today. It's about this individual. So let's jump right into the conversation I had. You're going to meet him. You're going to hear him, but none other than this special guest for today's episode. Y'all take a listen. Yo, 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 it's your boy Preacher Boy, and we're back with another episode of overcoming addiction. I have another special guest. I told you I was going to keep bringing some good guests on. I got my brother from another mother, if you will. His name is Brother John R. Stevenson Jr. Y'all give him some love. Uh, Brother John Stevenson, you say what's up to everybody for me. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I hope everybody that's listening is having an outstanding day. And if you're not, man, I hope after we chop it up here on Chats with the Preacher Boy uh, that uh, your day will get a whole lot better. Amen. I agree with that. So he going to share with you guys today a a little bit of his testimony. I'm going to let him get into it. I ain't going to prolong the matter. But here y'all go. Here's Brother John Stevenson. Man, so first and foremost, I just want to first and foremost just tell God, thank you for saving my life. Amen. Uh, uh, there, there really is no real overcoming addiction without the help of God. I remember before I go into my testimony, I was having a conversation with my, my dad, who was also my pastor. And I was like, you know, Dad, I 
you could only overcome addiction and things like that if you get if you get saved. But but there there are people out there that uh, you know stop smoking cigarettes and you know stop being alcoholics and and they're not saved and they didn't use Jesus. And I was like, so what do we say to that? Mm-hmm. And he said to me, he said. Even God is in those situations. The scripture talks about how through his love and kindness, uh, he, he draws us uh, and things of that nature. And he said, even though people will not acknowledge God and though people will not be saved, God is doing stuff for us before we even give our lives to him. Mm-hmm. So even in those situations where, where we may have AA, uh, uh, AA, a meetings and things like that, or or you use the Nicorette patch, or whatever the thing is you do to get over certain addictions, it's still through the help and the power of the true and living God, because the way addiction works is only God can get you from it, um, and it's one of those things that once you get saved, or hopefully you come to knowledge of Jesus Christ, you look back and you see, man, that was really God that helped me through that, because there's no way I was coming out of that by my by myself. So um, I do still I do firmly believe, man. Even with that insight and revelation from somebody that's uh, a little more seasoned in the faith than I am, mm-hmm. uh, that without Jesus Christ, man, we are not coming out of addiction. Um, and, but I thank God that it was through salvation that I was able to come out of the things that I was uh, addicted to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got saved back back in 2012, December 20. First, 2012, man. I remember the date like it was yesterday, man. And long story short, man, God caught me at a bar. I was drinking with some friends, um, and He asked me just as clear as day, man. If you died right now, where would you go? Wow. Um, and the next morning, yeah, it was crazy. Uh, maybe I'll I have the ability to tell that story again another time. Mm-hmm. It kind of gets lengthy, but um, I do thank God for saving me the the very next morning on December 21st. 2012 right outside my homeboy's apartment um and that was the start of of me coming out of the addictions and things like that um i think addiction um is very very interesting uh especially when it comes to the life of a believer um because some things you know god just kind of snatches from us and yeah you know when we get age some stuff we kind of drop to cold turkey mm-hmm. other things you know you kind of struggle with um and my two things were alcohol and pornography mm-hmm. um and uh, i after i got saved you know i knew that alcohol just was not something i needed in my life anymore uh but i would do it you know socially here and there you know i would go to like a little kickback or what have you and um and i would you know kind of drink there and I remember people would say things to me like, hey, bro, didn't you say you got saved? Yeah, you like to Christ. What you doing still, you know, turning up with us? And I would I would look at him and I would say, hey, man, it's a process. And I would drink. <laughs> and I remember God would, and I would, I would drink right after that. Like, hey, it's a process. And I would drink. And um, I know a lot of people, you know, have their different thoughts about alcohol and Christianity and all that kind of stuff. And that's not what this is about. This mm-hmm. is about me, you know, how God delivered me from from alcoholism because if you asked anybody that I was around they wouldn't have said I was an alcoholic they would have said I, I, I drunk like everybody else did mm-hmm. but it takes you know Jesus Christ revealing some things to you and showing you man I was an alcoholic now I wasn't you know spending my rent money to get alcohol and things like that yeah. but I was spending enough money on it to, to put a dent in my pocket um, okay. and if okay. there was alcohol around if alcohol was around I was drinking it mm-hmm. that's how I was uh, like I, said, I, wasn't, I wasn't fiending for it but it was one of those things that really became a pastime to where it was like, if I could drink, then I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not passing up any alcohol. You can miss me with that. Like, I'm going to drink because I love the way it makes me feel. And um, 
early in my walk, like I said, around that, in that first year or so, I kind of, you know, still dabbled with it. And I remember, I can't remember what, you know, what service I was at or was it Bible study or a worship service or whatever the case may be. But I do remember uh, there being a time where I was really convicted. And I told guys, like, look, God, I'm going to stop, you know, pity patting and, 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 and walking so lukewarm and, and, and things like that and using excuses to continue to feed my flesh. Mm-hmm. And I remember I went home and the little bit of alcohol I had, and I poured it down the drain and I've, and I, I've never looked back since. So wow. I think that one came a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I thank God for that, man. I, I poured it down the drain, man, and that was that was it, man. Alcohol is not even a temptation for me for me anymore, and I just praise God for that, man. That's been a couple of years now. I've been saved, what, six years or so, going hey, on man. seven. That's um, a and I said, I haven't, I haven't drank since, man, was what, what, five, six years sober? I said, mm-hmm. it's only God that could do that, man. Now, this next one, uh, pornography, mm-hmm. man, that, that pornography thing is a beast, man. Um, I've never snorted cocaine. I've never shot up heroin. But I, I, I'm inclined to believe that pornography is just as strong as any of those drugs, man. Uh-huh. I, I'm inclined to believe that it's just as strong as methamphetamines. Um, and uh, the first thing I would like to say uh, is also to everybody that's listening. Um, when it comes to overcoming addiction as far as being, a, especially being a Christian, uh, there must first be a willing mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a scripture in the Bible, I don't know off the top of my head, but it talks about uh, there was first be, you know, be a willing mind. Um, and and we have to first make up in our mind that we don't want certain things anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, number one, God is not forcing anything from us. That's um, true. God doesn't force us to get, yeah, he doesn't force us to get saved. He doesn't force us to stop fornicating. He doesn't stop, force us to stop sinning at, at all. He doesn't do that. Um, we have to want that just like we have to want we have to warn him. Jesus went around preaching and teaching, and Jesus did everything right. And there were people that still chose not to choose him. Mm-hmm. Um, but those that he he, he uh, lended the invitation to, when they chose to follow him, he helped them walk that walk and, and helped them uh, uh, be the people that they decided that they wanted to be. And that's really what it's about, man. When we look at ourselves... Um, through a God lens. Now, of course, God loves us, um, and He's not looking at our at our sin and shaking His head and things like that. Uh-huh. But He does see we are when we're when we're unsaved and we're sinful creatures, um, and that's how He sees it. He sees us either as saved or, or, or not saved. He sees us as His child or not as His child. So when we look back uh, on our life after we get saved, we got, we have to look at ourselves and say, you know what? Man, this stuff right here is really not not good for me, and and it's really not benefiting me. And God loves me too much for me to stay here. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we've been learning in Bible study lately about uh, no, actually Sunday service about God that changes our lives. And when He changes our lives, He changes our lives forever. But we have to give oh, Him authority wow. yep. to do that. Yeah, yeah. And it's and it's not like a like a God is is begging for for uh the, for us to let Him do something. But it's like. We have to willingly lay down our will and say, God, I want you to change my life or God, I want you to take this thing from me because it's not benefit me and it's not glorifying you. And it's honestly making you look bad because it's affecting my witness mm-hmm. for me to continue to, to, to do these particular things. Um, so like I said, we first have to have a willing mind that we give God the authority to come in and, and help us with things. And um, pornography, man, was one of those things I really had to to make up in my mind that, God, I don't want this anymore. 
And it was for a long time I would really, really say that. And then the second thing, though, I would also tell people, because this is a part of our testimony, we also have to admit that we like the stuff that we're doing. Yep, that's true. Um, sin is, is attractive, man. Sin is fun. Sin mm-hmm. is enjoyable, man. Sin sin does make us feel good. The issue with sin is, is it, it, it literally kills us. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's literally killing us each time each time we sin. Um, how, what do I mean by that? Um, we also always hear the words life and death, um, but I think we look at them wrong. Mm-hmm. Life is not just living on this earth. Come life on. is having is having a relationship with God and being in intimacy with him and spending forever with him. Death is not leaving this earth. Death is to- is being totally, completely, forever separated from God. Mm-hmm. So, um, truthfully, truthfully, we before before salvation, we're in death because we're separated from God. It's once we get saved where we really have life and really start start living. Mm-hmm. Um, so, sin is sin is is constantly putting a wedge between us and us and God. Um, but again, it's enjoyable. It feels good. If sin didn't feel good, we wouldn't do it. That's you know true. what I mean? So um, I, I enjoyed pornography, man. Um, I'm a man. You know what I mean? I'm, mm-hmm. I'm very saved, but I'm a man. And I love attractive women. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I can attractive women with absolutely no clothes on, absolutely, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I wasn't a virgin when I got married. I had sex before marriage. I enjoyed sex. So now I'm... I have this video on on the screen of attractive women mm-hmm. undressed and they're having sex. So now my mind is is wrapped around this thing and I'm I'm fully engaged. Man, this feels good. This is fun. Mm-hmm. So that's the other thing. We have to have a willing mind and, and say, God, I, don't, I want you to take this. And then we also have to come to the realization that and accept the fact that, hey, we enjoy this. Mm-hmm. So once we go, once we kind of come to the mind frame of, hey, man, I actually enjoy doing this, we then have to realize, OK, I enjoy this, but it's not benefiting me. Yep. The Bible says that everything that's awful is not expedient exactly. or it's not beneficial to us. Right. So uh, pornography is legal. Like it's legal according to the law. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're 21, it's legal for you to drink. Um, if you're of adult age, consenting age, it's it's legal for you to have to have sex, you know what I mean, and fornicate. But is it benefiting you? Mm-hmm. Absolutely not, man. It's actually it's actually killing you. So yeah, you realize wow. that you must have you gotta have that willing mind first that you don't want to do it anymore. Two, you have to admit that it that you do enjoy it. But the third piece is though you enjoy it, you realize that it's not benefiting you and it's actually killing you. Mm-hmm. And man, I struggled with pornography for such a long time, man, to the point where it was affecting my marriage and things like that. Um my wife, when I, we got married, she would say things like, hey, I only find you attractive. I don't. I literally don't find any other man in this world attractive. No celebrity, nobody I work with, nobody I used to be with. I literally only find you attractive. Mm-hmm. And that's because the heart that God had gave her for me. So whenever um, I had to come to her and confess to her that I had been watching pornography for the first time, that it jacked her up. Mm-hmm. And I remember how I felt watching her be hurt by that. Um but it, but I still had this struggle because I had been dealing with pornography for such a long time, and I got introduced to pornography in middle school, like a lot of a lot of young men. Mm-hmm. Um, and I watched it and dabbled with it up until, uh, truthfully, up until this year, man. Mm-hmm. It was literally up until this year when God was uh, uh, really, really kind of uh, 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 like fully 
restored me uh, when it came to and and, and t- took that pornography thing from me. Um, and it's interesting how it happened, man. Like I said, I had there was a few times I had to confess to my wife that I had watched pornography and things like that, and I watched how it was affecting our marriage, affecting our relationship, and things like that. But it's interesting, man. One morning, um, like it would be a constant battle for me, man. I remember I woke up one morning in the middle of the night, man, and I was watching pornography. Um, I did what I what I did or whatever, and I went to sleep. Mm-hmm. And I remember, uh, uh, you know, you ever seen the movie Inception? Uh, yes. With like the dreams inside of dreams and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So I felt like I was having, I felt like I was having one of those moments, but it felt so real. So I thought I had woke up and I was laying on the bed and it was dark in my room. Wow. And, and, and next to me, and next to me, I could hear, I could hear someone praying. Mm-hmm. Now I'm dreaming. So I'm thinking it's my wife, but it doesn't really sound like my wife's voice. It sounded different, but I hear this person praying. And then I hear them start to, to speak in tongues. Mm-hmm. Now, we hear tongues and stuff like that all the time in church. Um, but this, this tongues, and it's not like nothing I'd ever heard before, and it sounded so genuine. Like, this was legit tongues. And I remember after I heard it, in this vision or this dream I had, I, 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 I screamed. Mm-hmm. I screamed in the dream. And as I screamed, I heard this loud, like, demonic screech. And I felt something come out of me, mm-hmm. and 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 like it was gone. It was completely gone. It was completely you, gone. Jesus. And I, rem- man, and listen, bro. I again, I thought I was woke until I actually woke up, mm-hmm. and I was like, I was like, yo, that felt so, so, so real. And I had been dealing with God, like I said, rec- uh, you know, around the time this happening. Like, man, God, I really, I'm really to the point where I just really want to be done with this for real. Because um, I really want to go higher on a spiritual level with you. Mm-hmm. I really want to do some mighty things for your kingdom. And I can't take this with me. I cannot do this at, at, on the backside and be struggling with this and then still doing what, what it is that I want to do for you. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and I believe God is a by any means necessary kind of God. You know, some of us, you know, God may have to send us to jail for us to stop doing certain things or, and get saved. Or, yeah. or God may have to take you know, our limbs for us to stop doing things or take our eyesight or or just all sorts of different things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, uh, and that kind of goes with that scripture where it talks about, you know, if your eye offends you, pluck it out. You know, if yeah. your hand offends you, cut it off. It's better to enter into the kingdom missing a hand than have your whole body and go to hell type thing. Yeah. And, um. So after that, I remember I woke up, man, and I just went into like full blown worship like I had never went before. And I knew in that moment that I was completely delivered from pornography, man, and I would never go back. And from that day, I have I haven't had a, a, a temptation with pornography. I haven't looked at it, haven't desired it, none of that. Amen. Um, so I, I man, and I and I say all that to, to say this, man. When we really want God to take something, we we really have to give it to him and let it go because i believe god is a keeper um and i I believe god will keep those who want to be kept Mm -hmm. and i believe god will take anything that we that we fully surrender to him and my issue was i i I, though i was saying man god i want you to take this i want you to take this i want you to take this there was a part of me that wasn't that wasn't really surrendering it It was still a little piece of of me that was holding that was that was kind of holding on to it um and and everything is 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 choice based man god gives us choices um and we really have to just choose to let things go and let God uh, take those things and then choose to not go back towards it. Now, I could say 
uh, uh, I'm delivered from alcohol, but it wouldn't be wise for me to continue to go to bars. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Or, or it wouldn't be wise for me to 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 run an errand for somebody and purchase alcohol or even anything like that. You know what I mean? Let's not put ourselves in those temptation spots to where we have to end up struggling again from something that God delivered us from. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and that's really what we're talking about. We're talking about overcoming addiction. We're talking about, you know, walking in, in deliverance and things like that. So, um, I just thank God that that's, that that's my testimony and that I'm able to, to kind of walk in that thing. Uh, God has given me some ideas to kind of help other people, um, deal with the, the struggle of pornography and things like that. So me and him are working on that and I'm excited about it. Amen. Um, but yeah, man. But yeah, addiction is is very possible to overcome, especially if you are a born-again, baptized believer in Jesus Christ. Because I'm also a firm believer in this, Marcus. At the moment you get saved, Mm -hmm. it's a package deal, man. Everything that that Jesus promised you, you get it at salvation. It's like like one of those gift baskets. You know, you get gift baskets and it comes with cheeses and Mm -hmm. and meats and all sorts of things in the basket. Um, Until you open that basket up and really kind of go through you may not know what's all in there so i believe that salvation is a package deal man you get this this package at salvation um and your deliverance your freedom your liberty your joy your mm-hmm. peace all those things are in that because jesus promised to bring all those things so if i have jesus i get everything that comes with jesus it's just a matter of us having us learning christ and walking this walk out and realizing that Hey, everything I need is I already have it. I don't have to go searching for joy. I have Jesus, so I have joy. I just gotta walk in and choose to choose to have that joy that's already been given to me. Um, I don't have to look for peace. Peace is already there because Jesus said, I, "My peace I bring, I give to you, and my peace I leave with you." So if Jesus said that, what am I out here looking for peace for? I have Jesus. I have peace. I just have to know that I have it and walk in it. Exactly. Mark, it's almost like this, bro. God gave. God, God gave me this analogy earlier, and I'm going to try to wrap this up because I think I may be going over my time or whatever. But uh, God gave me this analogy earlier. Imagine you come to me, Marcus, and you say, man, I, there's this, this poster or this picture I want to hang up in my house, man. And I have nails, but I don't have a hammer mm-hmm. to, to, to hang, to hang this, this big poster up, man. And I, I don't know how I'm going to get this hammer. I don't have money for a hammer, and nobody wants to loan me a hammer. But I need a hammer in order to do what I want to do at home. And, and, and imagine I say to you, hey, Marcus, you know that whenever you buy a, a couch, there's a secret compartment in the armrest to where you, when you bang on it twice, it opens up and there's a hammer in there. Imagine imagine I tell you that you say, oh, man, so you mean to tell me I have a hammer in my house already? Uh-huh. And I say, yes, Marcus, you've always had a hammer in your house. Wow. You've always had it. So now, so now, Marcus, not only are you hanging up your your poster now, but you can build other things and do other things with this hammer that you've been looking for for all this time. Mm-hmm. What am I what am I saying? What am I saying? Imagine if Christians knew that they already had the deliverance that they're seeking for. Oh my goodness. They already have it. They just have to walk in it. Now we say things in Christendom like, um, oh I need to be delivered or you need to be delivered from this you need to be delivered from that and yes that's cool as far as you know talking to people and things like that but the truth of the matter is man at salvation bro we're we're delivered that's why at salvation at the moment you get saved you could die and be on your way to heaven Mm -hmm. why because the work is already completed it's done the work is done yes as we walk through this life as long as we live on this earth we're still learning and growing in christ and we're being sanctified daily mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as we grow in christ but the work is done man man at salvation man we get our deliverance we just have to tell people hey you're already delivered you have the power 
and the ability to walk in deliverance from anything that you want to be delivered from. Now, there are some practical things I may need to teach you so that you can walk in it. There may be some things that you may have to walk away from in order to walk in it. Again, for example, alcoholism, just just as an example. Hey, man, you're already delivered from alcohol. Mm -hmm. You just have to walk away from it. Stop buying it. Stop going to bars. Stop messing with it. You're already delivered from it. Because here's the thing. You already have said that you don't want it. You mm-hmm. already said that you want to follow Jesus Christ or, or whatever the case may be. Again, this goes for any issue that you have. Uh, depression, anxiety, pornography, fornication, lying, any issue that you have, you're free from that already. You just have to make the choices to, to not do it. The Bible also says this, and I'll, and I'll end here. The Bible says, um, I can't remember the actual scripture reference right off the top of my head, but it says that his spirit has given us uh, the the the, uh, uh, the will and the uh, the ability to do his good pleasure. Mm-hmm. Um, so not only have I given my the, the spirit that comes with salvation, not only do you have the desire to do the right thing, but now you have the ability to do it. See, before we get saved, we don't really have the ability to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. We, we don't. We, we don't. We do the right thing, and normally we do it for, with, with, with bad intentions. You know what I mean? Like, I may go and give to a homeless shelter because I want to be seen as somebody that's a giver, right? But yeah. you're not necessarily doing it because you want people to be clothed, right? God has given us the ability and the desire to do his good pleasure. So he's given us the ability and the desire to walk away from any sin that we have in our lives. Somebody just has to tell us that we have that ability and that desire, and then we walk in it. We make choices day by day. By denying ourselves, taking up our cross, and following Jesus Christ, man. Amen. Overcome that addiction. Wow. Amen. I just want to say personally, thank you for that testimony. I want to thank you for being able to share with us on today's episode. You know, a lot of people aren't willing to share their their true testimonies. That you know, they try to sugarcoat it a little bit for the public. But you kept it real for us on today, and we thank you, and we appreciate you, and I pray that God continue to use you in every aspect of your life. Yes, sir, man. Thank you for having me on, brother. Thank you for having me on, man. Yeah, it's it's raw, man. I just, within the past couple of months, man, came about that that pornography addiction, man. So I'm out fresh, man, telling people about it. You know what I mean? It's possible. If God can do it for me, he can do it for y'all, man. Thank you, Marcus, for having me on and share, brother. Amen. You be blessed, brother. Yes, sir. You too, man. See, didn't I tell y'all? That testimony was amazing. And I thank God for what he did in my brother's life. And I thank God for allowing him the opportunity to share with you all what he went through. You know, even hearing that testimony, God put something on my heart right after we got finished with the recording. And I asked him if he would just say a prayer for those who struggle with addiction and struggle with pornography and struggle with, you know, alcohol or any addiction, period. I wanted him to say a prayer for those of us and, you know, encourage us a little bit and know that God has our back. God is going to help us to overcome. And it's not in our own strength that we do things. It's through Christ because the Bible says I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Once we realize that it's not in our own strength that we can accomplish things and we know that it's in Christ, we're able to overcome those addictions. So stay tuned. Let's go ahead and go before the throne of grace in some prayer led by John R. Stevenson, Jr. God, first and foremost, um, I come to you first and foremost with a heart of worship right now, God. Yes, God. And I pray to you and I ask you to make me a, 
a true worshiper and a true praiser. God, I don't want anything that I ever do for you to be phony or fake or just religious. God, I want to I wanna be a pure worshiper and praiser for you, God. Yes, uh, and, I, and I thank you for giving me that heart. And God, I come before you right now with a heart of worship and a heart of praise right now, God. I come surrender to you right now, God, pressing down my flesh, dear Heavenly Father, and, and, and decreasing so that you may increase even in this prayer, God. Yes, God, I come before you right now praising you and thanking you, God, from all the things that you have delivered me from and all the things that you have saved me from. First and foremost, God, you saved my life and and, and December, on December 21st, 2012. Yes, God. And I haven't been the same man, haven't been the same man since, Father. And since then, God, you have snatched pornography from me, God. You have snatched alcoholism from me, God. You have snatched so many filthy things from me, God, and I praise you and I thank you for it because, God, without you, I wouldn't have been able to get away from those things, God. They would have had a hold on me until I left this earth, but, God, it's because of you and your awesome power and the promises that you have made in your word, God. I am able to stand here uh, 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 and, and pray this prayer to you, God, knowing that Hallelujah. I am free thank you, Jesus. through your son, Jesus Christ, God, because you said whom the son sets free is free Indeed, God. Yes, God. So right now, Father, as I as I surrender myself to you, God, and I step in intercession right now, God, yes, God, God, I lift up each and every individual right now that is struggling with alcohol there. Father. Yes, God. Father God, first and foremost, God, I pray right now that they'll have a willing mind to want to walk away from the God. So to, 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 to have a willing mind to say, man, this is not benefiting me, and this is killing me, this is hurting me, and it's also hurting some of the people that I love. God, I first pray for a willing mind for them to have me, Father. God, I also pray that they be honest with themselves, God. I pray they be honest with themselves and then come into the realization, you, God, Jesus. that you can take anything that we can that, that we decide to give over to you. God, you're not forcing anything from us. God, you're not just snapping things from us and fighting with us over it god you want us to give it to you willingly because yes, then god. you'll take it and won't be changed forever god so i lift up each and every one dear heavenly father that is struggling with alcoholism dear heavenly father that is yes, abusing god. alcohol every opportunity they get dear heavenly father the one that is fiending for the fix that comes with alcohol dear heavenly father yes, god, god show them right now that that alcohol is only giving them a temporary fix and a temporary feel good dear heavenly father but eventually that high has to come down and they have to go back to reality but god Show them that in you is the them, fullness God. of Show joy, dear Heavenly Father. And you is peace, dear Heavenly Father, that surpasses all understanding, God. Everything that you give is permanent and everlasting, dear Heavenly Father. And when they choose you, when they put that bottle down, when they put that shot glass down, they decide to choose you, that everything that you give them will last forever, dear Heavenly Father. A joy that won't go away. A peace that will not be removed, dear Heavenly Father. Hallelujah. And a love that expands, as that expands past the years of their life, dear Heavenly Father. Father, over into eternity, God. Show them that you love them, God. Show them that you love them enough to want them to change their Heavenly yes, Father, God. and that you can be the one that changes them if only they will surrender their will to your to yours, God. And I lift up each and every man and woman, like my brother said, that is struggling with the issue of pornography. God, I know that pornography thing is a beast, God. That thing is a beast, and I know it firsthand, Heavenly Father, but God, you said that you gave Jesus the name that was greater than every other name, God, so everything that has a name has to bow at the name of Jesus Christ, even that name pornography has to bow at the name of Jesus Christ, God, so God, I pray right now for that one that is struggling, Father, God, I pray again that you give them a willing heart and a willing mind to want to let that thing go, Heavenly Father, help them to be honest with themselves, Heavenly Father, and help them to pursue and chase after you, God, Help them to genuinely give it over to you, God, so that you can replace it with the good things and the promises that you have promised us in your word, Heavenly Father. God, pornography 
is strong, but it's not stronger than you, Heavenly Father. God, pornography can have a hold on people, but it doesn't have a stronger hold on you, God. Because your word says that when we are in the hands of Jesus Christ, nothing can pluck us out of his hands, God. And there is nothing stronger than that, God. So, God, I pray right now for each and every one that is still struggling with that pornography thing, God. God, I pray that you free them. God, I pray that you show them that 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 in you is is true deliverance, God, and it's true freedom from that addiction, dear Heavenly Father. God, they can beat it, Heavenly Father, especially if they are sons and daughters of yours, God, because you, you have given them the desire and the ability to walk away from that thing, dear Heavenly Father. If only somebody would encourage them and show them that, hey, everything that you need is inside of you because you have Jesus Christ living inside of you, God. Give That's them God. fresh revelation, God. Open their spiritual eyes and ears so they can hear you and Do see it, from you. God, it, God. I pray that they draw close to you more and more, God. God, I bind that spirit of pornography and I you cast it out of the lives of those that are listening that will agree right now in the name Hallelujah. of Jesus, God. I bind the spirit that is behind alcoholism right now, dear Heavenly Father, and I command it to flee all of those, God, that will have a willing mind to release it to you, God. Because, yes, God, God, your word says that if we submit ourselves to you and resist the devil, then he will flee. And all Amen. those things will have to leave Thank them you, completely you, and forever, God. Now, God, there is somebody that's going to be freed from hearing this prayer and playing along with me, Father. I believe that wholeheartedly. God, I pray that after they, as they get their freedom and as they walk in their freedom, God, I pray right now, God, that you give them the wisdom to stay away from the temptation, God. To yes, stay God. away from the things that would draw them back, God. Because, God, God, again, you're not forcing us to do anything. But, God, I pray that you give them the wisdom to walk in the victory that you have already given us. You yes, said we're God. more than conquerors. You said that we are overcomers to Heavenly Father by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. And right now, God, some ideas getting a testimony about how you delivered them from alcoholism, from pornography, from lying, from fornicating, from cheating on their wives, from stealing, from gambling, from whatever their vice and their issue is, God, somebody's going to walk in freedom. I believe it and I speak it yes, by God. faith yes, right God. now, God. And God, we praise you and we say thank you, God, thank for you. your freeing power, God. We love you, we praise you, and we thank you. And it's in your son Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. Now, if you listen this far, you know, I'm not going to say anything else. You know, the prayer concluded this episode, but I want to thank you for listening. I pray that you have a blessed weekend on this weekend, and I pray that you make the right choices and know that you can overcome anything through Christ. Know that it is finished. He died on the cross so that it can be complete. All the sins, all the burdens, anything that we're struggling with, it is finished. So Preacher Boy loves y'all. I want y'all to know that. And God loves you more importantly. I pray that y'all have a blessed weekend. Y'all be blessed. Preacher Boy out.